Good morning. This is the January 3rd episode of the Daily Wrestling News Show, where we're on a mission to teach, learn, and remember the history of professional wrestling with everyone that wants to join us. My name is John, and on today's episode, we're talking about how the WWF kicked off the new millennium with the first Raw of the year 2000. Season 8 of WWF on Monday nights kicks off with Raw is War from the brand new American Airlines Arena in Miami, Florida, under the reign of terror that was the McMahon-Helmsley era. The millennium started with a homecoming for the Great One in his adopted hometown, just a week after he survived a pink slip on a pole match that saw mankind lose his job. The Rock wasn't pleased with being part of costing Foley his spot in the company and challenged Triple H to come out and face him. Helmsley made his way out and explained that he would love to kick the Rock's ass in front of his family in Miami, but the man with three H's had bigger fish to fry. The biggest fish in all of professional athletics, in fact, as Helmsley would be facing the big show later that night for the WWF Championship. But The Rock wouldn't be left out of the evening's festivities. After taking part in the first ever pink slip on a pole match last week, The Rock would make history again by participating in the first ever three-on-one handicap, Your Fired Match Tonight. The crowd was already getting the gist of this McMahon-Helmsley regime, as a sign in the first few rows of stands read, Who's getting fired tonight? Well, if Rocky couldn't best his three opponents on this evening, the answer to that question would be the Brahma Bull. Triple H would even be so magnanimous as to give Rock a preview of his match when he sent Road Dog Billy Gunn and X-Pac to the ring for a preemptive mugging. Fast forward to the middle of the show, and Triple H gets that shot at the championship that he had mentioned earlier. Triple H had failed at taking the title from Big Show the week prior, when the recently fired Mankind interfered and hit the challenger with a steel chair to help the champion retain, nullifying the mountain of interference from DX and Stephanie. Neither Steph nor DX would accompany Triple H to the ring to start this championship match, however. Tonight, they chose to watch from the top of the ramp. It was a physical match that spent some time in the first few rows of the crowd and saw the competitors bounce each other off the announce desk and other dangerous items around the timekeeper's area. But the referee gave a lot of leeway in hopes of seeing this one end fairly in the middle of the ring. Big Show would deliver his choke slam finisher, but a tactical error by the champ saw him drop Triple H close enough to the ropes for the challenger to use them to break up the three count. That close call was enough to get DX nervous, and they headed down the ramp. Referee Mike Kyoto stopped them in their tracks, but Triple H didn't let the brief distraction go to waste. While the ref's back was turned, he punted the Big Show with a low blow that set up a pedigree and a 1-2-3 to earn Triple H his third reign as WWF Champion. There was pyro aplenty, black and green balloons fell from the rafters, and DX partied like it was New Year's Eve all over again, with champagne in their private dressing room. But even though this was the night where the first world title change of the new millennium would take place, it is perhaps most infamously remembered for something that didn't happen live in the arena. A few segments after Triple H's skullduggerous title victory, Howard Finkel made his way out in front of the Tron to introduce the D-Generation X production entitled Have a Bad Day. In the first offering of this three-part epic saga, Triple H played the role of Harry Sachs, a worker at the unemployment offices who sits down with Mankind, played by Midian. Mr. Sachs breaks the bad news to Mankind that, well, he's horrible. He stinks, 
He's not hardcore anymore, and he's ruining the business. The McMahon-Helmsley regime did the fans a favor by firing his ass. In part two, Triple H flexes his acting muscles and allows me to play another rendition of my favorite Attitude Era game show, Passed for Comedy Then, Get You Fired Today, when he dons a pair of slant-eyed party store glasses and leans into a horribly offensive and lazy Asian accent in his role as Dr. Hung Lo who somehow is also the receptionist at a children's hospital. Dr. Lowe turns away Mankind, who has come to entertain some sick children. But when Mankind doesn't take no for an answer, Dr. Lowe has to hop the reception desk and drop the recently fired superstar with a karate chop and a crane kick below the belt. He warns Mankind not to come back unless he brings that guy Triple H with him because, quote, that guy is over big time. In the denouement of this epic masterpiece, Mankind finds out that not having the McMahon-Helmsley hype machine behind you is bad for book sales as well. Triple H, this time in the role of Mr. B. Dalton himself, man, is there anything this guy can't do, is forced to kick Mankind out of his store after a four-hour book signing that drew zero takers. But the last laugh would be had by Mick Foley. In the main event in Miami on this night, the Rock was taking on Road Dog, Billy Gunn, and X-Pac in the previously mentioned Handicap You're Fired match, and Triple H made it clear that anyone who dared interfere would lose their job immediately. If you no longer work for the WWF, however, that threat doesn't really hold much power. So after more than 10 minutes of The Rock barely hanging on to his job in this 3-on-1 assault, Mick Foley jumped the barricade and wiped out DX and Triple H with the help of a steel chair. Mr. Ass would suffer the rock bottom, allowing the Great One to get the win and leave Miami still gainfully employed. Foley didn't take kindly to DX's insinuations of him having gone soft in his days after the introduction of Mr. Sacco, and Triple H wasn't particularly thrilled with having to deal with Foley at all after firing him in late December. This would lead to a hardcore street fight between the two at the Rumble later in the month, but that's a story for another day. The figurative match, however, that lit the barbed wire wrapped 2x4 of this rivalry was struck on this day in wrestling history, January 3rd, 2000. Well, that's our show for today. If you'd like to continue the conversation about the McMahon-Helmsley era, I encourage you to join the Daily Wrestling News Show Facebook group. You can go to facebook.com slash groups slash wrestling news show or just search for Daily Wrestling News Show. Either way, click join and we'll let you in to talk about the Triple H McFoley rivalry or any historical wrestling topic. And if we don't see you there, we'll see you right back here for another episode of the Daily Wrestling News Show.